Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, back here on Sports Talk. We welcome in now Saints sideline reporter and co-host of Inside Black and Gold podcast with Jeff Nowak. Steve, how are you, man? Doing great, man. I've been so ready for this game week. It seems like forever since we've had football, especially, man, that, that extra week off that teams get now is yeah. certainly weird to deal with. Yeah, I think that's here to stay, Steve, by the way, because uh, I think teams like that because it gives them an, uh, another week off uh, to nurse some injuries. I think it did the Saints some good with Michael Thomas, not so much with Paulson and Debo, but and we'll get to the nuts and bolts of this game and the injury report, et cetera. But, man, you didn't travel for two years. Uh, I know you got to go to Green Bay this year, uh, but now you're traveling in the regular season. How pumped are you for to be on the road? It's always a fun thing to go on and experience game day in other cities' venue. Yeah, and believe me, the the game day experience in Atlanta is going to be awesome. I know fans are going to be like, what are you talking about? But there are so many Saints fans that travel on the road. It really blows my mind any venue we go to. Even in Green Bay, there were still plenty of black and gold amongst the, the green and yellow fan, you know, fans in the stands there. And in Atlanta, um, uh, the times I've been there, it's truly amazing how many Saints jerseys are there you see in the front rows. And it just goes to show you that the Houdat Nation really is a nation of dominating fans. And they're not afraid to be vocal. They're proud. They're loud. And uh, ready to hear that Houdat chant on Sunday in the ATL for sure. The injury report coming out today, Mike Thomas listed as questionable. Paulson Debo listed as out. I think Mike Thomas is playing. You've been to practice. I uh, know, albeit it's limited as to what you can look at, but th- does Michael Thomas look like a guy that's going to be playing? Yeah, I mean, you look you look at him and you've seen, you know, you were there obviously training camp, seeing everything, and he looks just as good as he was during training camp. Uh, there is no kind of gimp to his step, looks able to separate, uh, cut, uh, looking good. And, you know, he was limited all week. And, you know, when players are listed as limited, it doesn't mean necessarily they didn't take part uh, in, in all the drills, it just means they were getting some treatment as well. And I, I just think that we, we talked to him, we got to talk to him in the locker room this week, and he's definitely chomping at the bit to get back on the field with this team. Uh, you know, he's missed basically two seasons uh, of football, and we've heard and know the competitor that this guy is. Uh, I, I go back to when Drew Brees talked about Michael Thomas saying that he takes every rep as a Super Bowl rep. And that, that to me, says tons. And if there's a drop in practice, he gets so annoyed. I've seen him toss his helmet before on a drop or kick the football kind of thing. He, he He's a guy that is uber competitive and I know just uh, itching to get on the field, especially for this game against an NFC South rival to open the year after missing so much time. And – uh, Dennis Allen got a chance uh, to talk a little bit about Thomas today, and here's what he had to say about his development so far. Look, I think he's gotten better better every day. You know, I like where he's at. You know, certainly we've got a couple more days before we get to 
to game day to figure it out. But um, but I thought overall, I thought he was progressing in the in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. and that's all you can ask for, ask for for him. And I mean, uh, the the ankle issue seemed to be put past him. And then you know we were in Green Bay when the uh, hamstring issue became a problem, and we didn't see him at all in the preseason. Uh, I thought maybe we'd get a taste of that in the Chargers game, but they're, they've been extra cautious, this team, all camp with injuries, and I think that's just a new sign of, of the way they're going to handle uh, injuries from here on out. And with Thomas, I get it. He's, he's your stud that you gotta, you want to get back on the field, obviously. So th- they've been extra cautious with him, and I don't – I know some fans have even said, well, let him rest even week one. You, you want your Ferrari out on the field – along with your Lamborghini, Alvin Kamara. Let them rest. In week one, these games matter. This is a divisional game. It's two for one. Let them rest. Look, I, I think Mike Thomas is playing. You, you do too. Um, how, how do you suppose the Saints are going to defend now with, um, with Paulson and Debo out with an ankle injury and, and how they're going to manage that slot? Do you, do you expect it to be when they go in the nickel or the big nickel, it could be – a handful of snaps uh, from Tyron Matthew. Maybe it's P.J. Williams after that, or they kind of mix it up a little bit between him, uh, Tyron Matthew, uh, P.J. Williams, and perhaps Delonte Taylor. Yeah, and things got a little interesting today with the injury report. Obviously, Tyron Matthew listed with an illness did not practice. I'm thinking, though, that it's at least a positive that he's questionable and not ruled out, meaning, to me at least, that it's not a COVID-related illness. Uh, and as for the the nickel role, yeah, I could definitely see, you know, Bradley Roby, even Tyron Matthew, P.J. Williams, and even a guy like Justin Evans, uh, you could cycle into that mix as well. Uh, we've, t- we've heard, you know, so much about this team being multiple, and I think that that's one of the great assets that is on this Dennis Allen defense is there are so many guys that they can plug and play in so many different roles. And as for Alante Taylor, I'm not sure how much, how big of a role we're going to see from the rookie quite yet. Uh, plus, he missed some time, you know, uh, with a hip injury of his own. And I don't know if he's quite ready for real live action against the ATL, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he sees some playing time. But I would expect more of a Matthew, P.J. Williams, and even Justin Evans, who I thought had a phenomenal training camp, and I'm anxious to see more from that guy. It could be with Tyra Matthew, Steve. It could be uh, COVID because, remember now, they stopped testing regardless of vaccination uh, status. They, the NFL and the NFLPA stopped testing. So we, we don't know if it is or is not, but whatever. We, we can move on uh, regardless. Steve, the Saints are favored by five and a half. Uh, am I crazy to think that I would be comfortable <laughs> betting the Saints to win by seven? You know what? At first, you know, my first initial reaction to the five and a half was, that's insane. You know, it's an NFC South rival. These games are, are always close. But if you really look at it, the, the last few meetings really haven't been. And when you really break down these rosters and look at the disparity in talent on the Saints roster compared to the Falcons, uh, I'm with you with uh, at least seven even maybe a 10-point victory. This team should go into Atlanta and smoke the Falcons. And I I know this is Atlanta's Super Bowl every year. Obviously, we hear that all the time when the black and gold come to town. They want nothing more to do than to spoil any Saints outing. But 
to me, and, and we don't, you don't even have a guy like Matt Ryan around at quarterback. It's Marcus Mariota. We could even see some Desmond Ritter mixed in as well. And the offensive line in Atlanta has been a problem. Their defense definitely isn't anything that you should be concerned about. Just all around, the Saints have so much more talented guys than the Falcons roster does. It really it seems like it'd be a scenario where the Saints would literally have to give them the ball uh, and, and basically give the, ball, the game away for the Falcons to come on top here. I just... I think the Saints team is ready. They're focused. Uh, they're pretty. They're relatively healthy, obviously, and they just got loads more talent going into this, and a whole lot to prove. Yeah, look, just look at like you said. Look at the roster. Uh, I mean, Kyle Pitts. That's what they got on offense. They're gonna have to run the ball. They have to try to run the ball. And the Saints defensive front. They were they were 31st last year. The Falcons were running the football, and they haven't gotten much better along the offensive line. The Saints have a top three defense against the run. Uh, you know, I think the, the Saints are simply going to say, all right, Marcus Mariota, try and beat us through the air. And I don't think he's right, capable. And the, yeah, and a guy like Cordero Patterson, they've actually I've been impressed with what they were able to get out of him. He was a guy that was really just a return man for most of his career, but Atlanta kind of, you know, found a more role for him as a running back slash receiver and he's a guy that's dangerous. And you mentioned, obviously, Kyle Pitts. Well, the Falcons' first-round pick, Drake London's a question mark. He's got a knee issue. So you know that they were counting on him to be a big integral part of his offense, and he's not even 100%. He was limited all week with that knee injury. Uh, and, man, Marcus Mariota hasn't been a starting quarterback in the NFL since 2019. Sure, he was in, you know, in a backup role in Las Vegas the past two years and, you know, still perfecting his craft, but I I don't have a ton of confidence in their offense at all, and I'm I'm way more uh, way more upbeat about the Saints defense going against what they're presenting, especially when you look at a guy like um, Marcus Davenport is, is going to be back in the mix here this year. And I think he's so key to this defense and being able to apply that, you know, that intense pressure on the other side of Cam Jordan at defensive end, along with, you know, your guys up front and David Onyemata, Contavious uh, Street and uh, Shy Tuttle, that, that D line is just so important. But uh, Dennis Allen even talked today about Marcus Davenport the, the guy's a, a mammoth of a man, you know, 6'6", 265, but he's bulked up even more. Here's what Dennis Allen had to say. It's not really about the added size. I, I think it's just kind of as he's, he's, he's kept working, you know, each year he's kind of gotten a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And, and that's, you know, really a, a product of, you know, strength more so than it is, you know, just eating a lot of calories. So I think that's a, that's a good thing. He looks explosive. And looks looks strong and athletic. So I think the bigger you can be, and keep keep your same quickness and athleticism, I think that that helps us in in the game that we play. You know, you've seen it. That speed and power from Davenport is really unmatched. And a guy that obviously the biggest only question is can he stay healthy? Uh, been through a shoulder issue that he had surgery on in the off season. Also had the infection on in his in his hand had to have part of his finger amputated. I gotta imagine he's coming into this season with a massive chip on that shoulder 
And I'm ex- I'm expecting a, a huge year for him, especially, you know, it's a contract season for him, so he's got to get that money. If he stays healthy and plays 17 games, I think he averages a sack a game. That's how good I think that cat is. How, how did Dennis Allen yeah. – how did Dennis Allen, um, or was he asked about how he wants his team to be kind of defined, so to speak? Yeah, when, you know, every te- every year, you know, a team goes into the season with a mantra. And here's what Dennis Allen had to say about how he wants this year's squad to be defined as. I think it's all about the team and all of us individually, you know, all the accolades that, that happen generally happen on the better teams. And so, um, you know, our focus is on our football team. Our focus is on our team winning. Uh, it's not about any of the individuals, whether that's coaches or players. Um, it's really just about the team. Team ball, team, baby. Team, no team. individuals. You got to love that. And I, I think that's pretty much been the the mantra around this team for quite a time now. Yeah, 16 years. <laughs> it's been about team. It's not going to change. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is no me on this squad for sure. No, and if you are me, they're going to run you off, a la uh, C.D. Deuce. Um, on, yeah, I don't know also, if you're aware. Also, guy, remember uh, Brandon Cooks when he was saying, uh, closed mouths don't get fed. And when he right. said that quote in the locker room, I remember saying, man, that guy ain't going to be around here much longer. <laughs> yeah, he just, he, just signed, he just signed off on his release, basically. In some right, exactly. Form. Steve, I went on 92.9, our sister station in Atlanta, uh, 92.9 the game, um, and they asked me for my prediction, how many wins for the Saints, and – I said it starts this week with 28 to three win over the Atlanta Falcons, and a, and a Falcons fan <laughs> tweets at me and says, "As much as Saints fans celebrate a Patriots Super Bowl win, you kind of wonder: is it envy or are they secretly just Patriot fans?" Well, uh, Matt, I don't think you really get it. It's not about seeing the Patriots win a Super Bowl; it was to watch the epic collapse of your football team, Matt, the Falcons. Steve, yeah, have it's, a, it's anybody but the Falcons. Right, right. Hey, safe travels tomorrow. Have a good call on Sunday. We'll talk to you then. I appreciate you, man. Take care. All right, take care. We'll step away and come back. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.